0: Welcome to another episode of Dumb Binge and I'm Josh.
1: And I'm Tegan. And. <laughs> it's December, ladies and gents. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
0: <laughs> and we watched The Night That's Night with a K before Christmas.
1: Because, um, you know, as someone who's grown up in America in this decade, um, with access to basic cable throughout my childhood, you're kind of, you've kind of got this synonymous association with Christmas and shitty Christmas Hallmark movies, but... There is a new player in that game, and that's apparently Netflix. And I'm just so honored to live in this new streaming era where the art of uh, poorly thought-out Christmas romance is alive and well. And we're getting new content immediately. I was so glad.
0: we, We filled our whole December with these shitty Netflix Christmas romances.
1: Yes, um, I'm not entirely sure if Netflix counts pr- Princess Switch as Christmas or romance, given the conceit, but it does count, and we did put it in. So,
0: I it is in their Christmas count. Cal- it is in their Christmas category okay. and their holiday romance category.
2: So then
1: they're just airing the second one in 2020 for no fucking reason then. They're just having a fun time. Yeah. (laughs) We're just having a fun time. Thank you Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So (laughs) I feel like and I'm gonna hate myself for saying the rest of the sentence. I feel like Night Before Christmas is closer to what Bright wanted to be than Bright ended up being insofar as including more like high fantasy concept within the modern time even though there's nothing inherently high fantasy about a knight it still feels like he has been acclimated to modern times better than um, an entire Will Smith movie with that whole concept in mind. Okay. So, <laughs> we can get to that one later. Let's put a pin in that conversation for a couple months, and we'll we'll get back to it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because it is up there. Uh, I'm just... You know, there's not much I have in my head for Vanessa Hudgens other than High school musical
0: no there's I don't think there's much in anyone's head for her besides high school musical,
1: which is good because I feel like as a person who immediately bought her um debut c d when it came out it, oh God, this was like elementary school, middle school, like we were God, right, God, we were young. <laughs> Now I got bills.
2: Ugh. My
1: be- Vanessa Hudgens CD money could have gone to my fucking credit card bill. Damn. <laughs> Thinking about that. Um, it was wholly forgettable. <laughs> so the only thing she's got going for her is Gabriella, and now I guess but Netflix. Just- Christmas originals. Yeah. Netflix uh, Parent Trap ripoff. Which
0: she, which she has a serious hand in because she I don't know about the Princess Switch, but she executive produced The Night Before Christmas.
1: Oh, did she?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I want to know what parts were her input. All of it. Was it The Bad Sweaters, Vanessa? She-
0: She's the mastermind,
1: <laughs> you know. Like I really, really love this concept. Like this was the one I was the most excited for. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a shame we be- we started with it because my enthusiasm is going to go down tenfold the more we watch. <laughs> but because uh, <laughs> it's just something about. The preview image, because I don't even watch the trailer for this. I just saw the preview image on Netflix. where they were, He was in his full night regalia with her on the back of his horse riding through a, a not as modern as it could have been town to really drive home the disconnect. But still, like, there were cars in the background, I believe. It's a funny image. And I was so pumped. And let me tell you, <laughs> listeners, how disappointed I was. That did not happen until a minute before the credits hit. Yeah. His horse was solely removed from the story after um he had been before Christmas.
0: <laughs> By the old crone.
1: <laughs> old crone. Who, like, Was going to dry bar on the reg. She got that fucking blowout constantly. Her hair was... (laughs) Not old lady living in the woods casting ominous spells level. (laughs) Wild. It was like silky, like beach wave in the fucking like English Christmas forest. (laughs) Where were the leaves grown?
0: She said, let me brush my hair before I go into the woods.
1: <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. It was sure really she funny to be in this movie. But I'm so glad she was. Because seeing her, it was like it looked like <laughs> she looked like what people do when they mob the Sims too heavily and they start looking like a weird, like mishmash of pixels and maybe like just a really bad picture of a real person it's like they tried to glam an elder and they're like let's just give her like Ariana Grande length with like beautiful curls and like huge falsies and the sims is like um but her boobs are still gonna be at her knees so
0: and she's going to wear the like most hideous patchwork clothing
1: the most old. <laughs> it was weird. Okay. <laughs> I want to blame that decision solely on Vanessa. This seems like a Vanessa decision, given light of her new opinions on. <laughs> um... Yeah. <laughs> Which I do want to mention just because, like, I'd feel bad if we didn't. Um, yeah, after let's we just
0: had... bring that up. yeah
1: before we had recorded this but after i had watched both movies that star her um i had seen an interview of hers on twitter i forget like the i think it was like with vice or something whoever scarlett johansson had the same fucking interview with where she basically agreed with scarlett johansson and she's like I don't know Woody Allen personally, but I do love the romantic aura that his films have, so I wouldn't be remiss to work with him. And it's like we don't wanna forget or not mention the fact that this man abused and groomed his own daughter and then married her so he could continue to abuse her yeah. in the most heinous ways possible. Yeah. And um we're not <laughs> we're not about to support that. Um
0: no we do not support that like it's just and it's really shitty because it's just like so much of the fucking film industry still fucking supports it
1: yeah so we just want to put that out there it's that awful don't think that this is okay um, but we're still going to be talking about these movies yeah Because it's better to just mention this every time she comes up instead of just not discussing this at all and letting the most current information about Woody Allen be that I don't know him personally, but I would still work with him and he deserves a job. So I'm not saying this to reach lot of people. It's weirdly (laughs) weird
0: and makes me think like, does she not? Does she somehow just like not know?
1: Yeah, that's also like
0: because it sounds like, which is like also bad.
1: Yeah, so we shouldn't gloss over the reason why he should be blacklisted and a lot of people have been trying to blacklist him. Yeah. Uh, like, we're not going to go into depth of what he did because honestly, like, there are very public police reports if you're curious, but it is very awful, awful material and it's incredibly triggering. So I'm not going to say exactly what kind... I'm just saying he was a bad person. Who? Yeah,
0: like... You can look it up for yourself. It's not hard to find.
1: No, which is another. This is public knowledge. Yeah, these people should not be saying this shit. Um, (laughs) in any form of any support for this man, and I just want to throw that out there before we get too far into this movie, and potentially praise any work Vanessa Hudgens had a (laughs) part in, because I will be talking positives in the fact that the main romantic lead male what is his name
0: Cole Sir Cole
1: Cole Sir Cole
0: or Are you Cole talking about the actor's him? name?
1: I don't know the actor. <laughs> um I don't know the character names either. I didn't know Vanessa's character <laughs> name. <laughs> so Brooke <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I referred to her niece as Brooke and then I'm like, "Oh wait, no." <laughs> so there's that. I've we just the, to mention that. I've got
0: the, the character list pulled up.
1: Oh, perfect. <laughs> good, good. Because <laughs> I don't do my job as well as I should be.
0: Uh- <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, now that we've, start. like, discussed that, let's... I don't know where I want to start. I did, like... I'll start by just saying, like, I... Enjoyed this movie,
1: yeah. No, as um, which
0: is like for me, not surprising. Like, if one of us is going to enjoy all these movies, it's going to be me because I was raised by them, not specifically (laughs) the Netflix ones, but the Hallmark ones,
1: which is basically the same same. thing, yeah, as we've already alluded to, so yes.
0: I really enjoyed this. Um mostly because of Circle. Like the actor did a really good job of bringing like a, such a ridiculous concept to life. Yeah. He And was also just handsome.
1: Yeah, he's he's <laughs> handsome enough. This is another thing like it's weird especially with Netflix who like clearly can get like recognizable names at least in these movies to still continuously like cast people alongside them that just kind of look like bootleg versions of other celebrities yeah but (laughs) i think it worked in the favor of this actor because he did look similar enough and this may just be our (laughs) my extensive background in consuming all of the American Horror Story series within, like, a few months. Um, (laughs) He looked a lot like um, Evan Peters. But um, it really benefited him this time because, personally, I don't think Evan Peters is attractive at all. (laughs) We know where that lies for me in the realm of American Horror Story.
0: (laughs) See, and I... I don't think he looks like Evan Peters. I think it's just the hair.
1: It might just be the hair. But that's... Because overall,
0: mind. I think this guy is much better looking.
1: Exactly. Than Evan he Peters. He looks way better. than, And, like, I'm sure he's a lovely man, Evan Peters, but, like, I don't... He's not <laughs> cute. <laughs> and that's okay. Clearly his job doesn't rely on the fact that he's cute. I hope not. I hope not and I'm just invalidating this whole man's career.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but personally, I'm not of the demographic that demanded so much ass shots of him and the the series that he was known for. Yeah. <laughs> but um Yeah, I think the whoever played Cole was amazing in this role. And he brought, like, enough seriousness where, like, it felt like it wasn't a whole joke to him. But there was a lot of fun comedy that spurred from the character, obviously, because he's a medieval knight in modern times. Like, all yeah, shit was- there
0: were a lot of, like, <laughs> specifically, like he starts binge-watching TV.
1: Yeah, specifically the <laughs> Alexa and the car. Those are very, very good
0: i also really liked when he got hungry and lit a giant fire in her yard and yes! tried to kill a skunk with his sword
1: oh i forgot about that he was just god, looking...
0: so funny
1: oh my god oh uh, shit i wholly just forgot about the the pyre he was just <laughs> dancing around no fucking coat to be seen trying to kill a skunk King, oh my god. I think a lot of the the positives for this character are because it's written in a way that a lot of people who care enough about this genre would write it, and the fact that he is the least problematic a medieval knight could be.
0: <laughs> yes, he's just very like, very like a lot of emphasis on the chivalry and stuff.
1: Yeah, instead of the blatant sexism, um general misogyny, racism that could have been going on. He looks pretty hygienic mm-hmm. as well, so that's great.
0: Yeah, it it was he it was very nice.
1: I'm not saying there are a lot of like there was a lot more women in this movie than there were people of color, but <laughs> he did yeah. very blatantly um to the fullest of his abilities respect the black police chief that they interacted with quite a bit. Yes. So the only time he shows like aggression really to any character is um Brooks cheating shitty Ex-friend. ex. Which he is fully willing to um impale in the a summer. diner. <laughs> like Sir Cole, this is a Denny's <laughs> <laughs> Which honestly, you know what? That could happen in a Denny's. I think they'd allow it. Probably. Sir Cole, this is an IHOP. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I don't know if that... there's a single pancake place in America that wouldn't allow um, medieval <laughs> sword fighting to go on within the restaurant.
0: I feel like I feel like Perkins would not allow it.
1: I don't know. Unless it's, <laughs> Unless it's after
0: midnight. Unless it's after midnight. And then <we> have laws.
1: <laughs> Which, like, fair enough. It's a diner. There shouldn't be laws in a diner after midnight. You're not there to dine. You're there to have a sad life and reflect. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what else i can say because like again there wasn't much of a plot but the thing is in this one i didn't care as much because Mm -hmm. i really i believed the romance in this one
0: i think and that's i will say i think vanessa hudgens deserves some credit there too Mm -hmm. because like the chemistry has to go both ways and it was, like, they had, like, all these little flirty, coupley moments, and it was just, like, believable.
1: Yeah, and then, like, these movies clearly aren't, like, supposed to be built on the sexual tension, which was wholly present for um, Falling in Love. Hey, what's up with the shitty puns for these titles? I'm just realizing. <laughs> uh, it's but, just part um, of it. Yeah, Falling in Love. It was, I think, mostly just because they wanted to bang. And in this one, it was like...
0: This was romantic tension.
1: It was cute. They were so clearly just like... And I think maybe... Because we didn't touch too much on it because technically... And technically, I'll let it slide because I believe it was winter break. Brooke's character is like a teacher... So, like, the most we got in it was, like, she was good at interacting with children, and, um, I think the more wholesome, like, oh, I'm a teacher, so I'm more reserved, and I just want to love kind of, like, school, schoolyard flirting that was happening. It worked really well, because she was, like, more of a teacher character, and he's a chivalrous knight, so there wasn't gonna be, like, nasty outback New Zealand beekeeper man energy.
0: Exactly. <laughs> no, this is like I did enjoy falling in love, but this was much better.
1: This was so much better. Um at points I couldn't focus because I was just like this is this is clearly demonstrative of what Netflix can do and we started with falling in love.
2: <laughs> yeah
1: so
0: it wasn't like it's also i i i'm glad with everything we're watching because we're gonna get falling in love where it's like they don't do enough Mm
2: -hmm.
0: then we have this which was like in that good middle ground and then we're gonna have a christmas prince which is like entire they do entirely too much
1: there's three fucking movies. I don't think that's like needed to be said. No, um, I just
0: mean in the first movie they did entirely too much.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh! I was hoping it was in regards to the entire trilogy, um, because at the point of the recording, I have yet to watch <laughs> all of it. Um, yeah, I've mainly watched the rest of our December lineup. We're not at as organized as we could be to the point where we have a whole month pre-recorded so
0: (laughs) not even close we Mm. were close to that point for a little bit and then stuff happened called yeah lives
1: (laughs) we we have lives and like i'm not a like i'm not about to fuck with midterm scheduling like whatever you need you need so, this is just a nice break as well because these movies don't require a lot of thought.
0: No, like, and that's, I think that's part of the appeal of this genre in general for me. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I have ADHD, so movies that require thought just don't happen for me. I will yeah. zone out, and it's okay <laughs> if I do that in these movies.
1: Because again, not I'm not going to miss
0: anything. I'm just going to miss another moment of yearning.
1: Yeah, there's not much to pay attention to unless it's like the meet cute and then the kiss. And in this one, um, also Sir Cole driving a car.
0: Which... So fucking funny, which she so somehow funny. did okay at.
1: Yeah, it was wholly anxiety as well.
0: That was the most well. part of the movie. Yeah. Is he didn't crash the car.
1: He didn't crash the car, which, um, just, like, I think both of us felt like that was the most unrealistic, just because, given our, like, it took a while for me to learn how to drive, because it was probably the most anxious I've ever been in my life, like, I could, like, I would freak out just at the thought of getting behind a wheel for a long while, because on one of my first experiences, my mom's not a great teacher, and I almost ran straight to a light post, and I just got fucking, like, screamed at the entire time. So, Mm -hmm. not the greatest um, (laughs) way to encourage me to, yeah.
0: Also have horrible anxiety with driving. That is not helped by the fact that neither of my parents are very good at teaching how to drive.
1: Yeah. So I think, like, just a scene where this man just gets behind the wheel and is clearly bad at it. Really kind of, like, rekindled a little bit of that fear. Where I'm like, oh god, he (laughs) will crash and die. And he'll get, he'll ruin everything. But, um, he was good. He made it all the way to the town square.
0: Um, let's just talk about for a second how I can suspend my disbelief to believe that a medieval knight could be transported to the modern day, but I cannot believe that that man could drive.
1: Yeah, I can't believe that that man can drive, or the fact that he can leave the car um, running on the sidewalk with the door and keys in it, with the door open, the keys in it, and nobody would have done anything. Like, no matter how small and like Perfectly upper middle class. This town was because let's be honest, this is not a poor man's town.
0: No, somebody would have done something.
1: Some, Literally, at like, the
0: at the very least, somebody would have fixed the parking job.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: like
1: the cops. Because he's give a on shit. the curb. Yeah. Well, it's just like, especially with in the town demographic, and I'm gonna get um, I'm gonna get a little semantic in here because i got a fucking degree in this okay i can say this in the town that they're set up to be in the makeup would probably be a majority white and a majority family upper middle class upper middle class white families upper middle class white sons and upper middle class white sons tend to fucking do car crimes yeah that car would have been taken on a joyride statistically statistically okay not his joyride, because I guess it technically already was. No, old- but exactly. Did this man know what a stop sign was? Doubt it. Oh my god, the fact that, like, he could get anywhere without somebody, like, hitting him or hitting somebody else. He wouldn't no, have fucking- just No,
0: do- I don't believe it.
1: No. But yeah, that car would have been fucking stolen. <laughs> to get some kids, like, shitty like, older cousin to- Picked up so they can buy them like cheap shitty beer because you're 14, you're like 17, you don't give a shit. I know what would happen to that fucking car, <laughs> pisses me off. And then, like, it's so funny. Then he gets there and he can't fucking find the old crone, so he just sits in the fucking Christmas like setup on like the town square for the full fucking Paladin. day. Yeah, pal- he, like he's there early morning. And then she comes, like it cuts to her sitting next to him and it's night. So is he just there from like eleven AM to seven PM?
0: I hope so. I mean, granted, it's winter, they're in the Midwest, it could have been like four PM.
1: Well, but still <laughs> It's not a great fucking implication on Sir Cole's part. Or like maybe a really good maybe he's just the most patient man on earth.
0: And when <laughs> It's something so is fucking like, funny. he just sits there pouting
1: yeah he's like well I can't complete this task and I have no step two so I will wait and he just does (laughs) he just fucking does oh my god so funny I unironically love this character everything about him his skunk hunt him not understanding how Alexa works so he just fucking puts her in the freezer (laughs) bringing his sword his whole thing
0: like he believes that the freezer brings the cold air in from outside by magic
1: yeah absolutely love it magic brought him here so
0: also there were like two moments where he did this like voice that he learned on the tv (laughs) this like fuck boy voice (laughs) <laughs> and it was so funny
1: i want to know which one's the He's accent. too good at it i want to know if the american fuck boy is the accent or if the british no it's knight...
0: the br- it's the british the british accent was not good
1: i don't know that i don't consume british media <laughs> i like to watch good tv
0: it wasn't like the worst i've heard but it was oh. definitely like I think the American fuckboy was closer to his real voice.
1: Okay. That's a little less endearing, but...
0: Because he was too good at it.
1: (laughs) I just... He was the whole reason I enjoyed this movie. Like, him saving children, uh... going out of his way to just be the... Um, the best man that could possibly be in one of these movies, I think one of my notes specifically says, "woke." No, no, feminist icon Cole. And
0: in- that's correct, except for the moment when he called the waitress the wench.
1: Yeah, which, like, to be fair, he didn't know the. But he didn't know. Any that better. was a job. That was a job title
0: yeah he he didn't know any better
1: so and then he was quickly um re-educated don't worry america i have been re-educated
0: um what else oh i wanted to talk about that one guy david and how he's the best dad on earth
1: oh yes yeah that was sad
0: it made me sad every time he was there but like in a good way
1: Mm mm-hmm because it was just he's... so heartwhelmingly displayed as not his fault.
0: Yeah. He's just this man who's very poor and has a lot of children.
1: Yeah, um, he has I think it was four children, and um just recently, um I forgot exactly what happened, I believe there was a house fire and his wife died in it. I so, don't even um, know. He's a widower and um he's living in like pretty shitty circumstances and this is, I believe, the first Christmas since his wife died, at least. So, yeah. clearly, he's down to being a single-income family um, with four children. We're all around the same age, and that means that they just want multiple toys constantly. Yeah. And he is struggling to keep his head above water vis-a-vis bills and... Um,
0: but he's still like, yeah, volunteering and like all this stuff to teach his kids that like, even when you are in shitty circumstances, it's important to like give back. Mm-hmm. And it was like really heartwarming. Yeah, and then and, like, the whole town comes together to get a bunch of toys and stuff for the- his kids, and it's really sweet.
1: Yeah, and um, it's never like shown as like a failing on his part to not act like correctly. No, it's just for shown that it's
0: just his circumstances and that's just how it is.
1: And he's just a good man and I genu I thought it was leading because up until the last like half hour um Brooke Vanessa Hudges' character throughout the whole movie has been like really involved in like her family, i.e. her sister and her niece, like they're very close. They live within, like, the same street, I believe. Um, Mm -hmm. So, like, we've only seen her sister and her niece, so I thought it was implied that her sister was going to end up with this man with four children, but then her husband gets back from a business trip, and I'm like, oh. Oh. (laughs) So this man's just not going to find love again, which I guess is fine, because it's been maybe less than a year since his wife died. Right. But... Every single man in this in these movies, um, is fair game. Every single individual, actually. I did want to say in this movie's credit. I know it's like a like a industry standard for these types of movies to have like mm-hmm. the the amoral temptress here to steal away our um our main man. Oh, yeah. She was in two scenes and then, like, immediately gave up when she realized that Cole was not interested and was wholly in love with Brooke. So, um, props to this movie for, <laughs> for doing that. <laughs> I guess.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like... She wasn't in it, in it enough to make that matter.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like...
0: <laughs> but it was... Like, okay,
1: like sure, she's not evil, Thank you. <laughs> you didn't need to have her here. I think there was enough conflict with um the plot line that it wholly ignored for most of the movie where he had to um figure out what his quest was and complete his quest before Christmas, otherwise he'd be stuck in the future, but I guess we'll need a slut at some point. Who doesn't? (laughs) (laughs) I just... When you look at the plot outside of, like, the general he is from the past and she is not and they will fall in love it's a little confusing.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Which, like, I guess we're not supposed to be thinking about it too much. But the fact that this was, like, Because it is established in all of like Cole's dialogue and then the medieval scenes that like the old crone is wholly a helper. So whatever she does is for the positive benefit for whoever she's doing it to. Yeah. And like it makes sense if it was pre established that accepting love in his life was a lesson Cole needed. But we just started at a Christmas duck hunt. His
0: didn't like inab- establish-
1: exactly. At all, Exactly. But- His inability to commit to fi- having and finding love was established quite a bit later in a in dialogue that he is telling Brooke instead. Oh well. So like you we- really just like I just feel like it was not import-
0: supposed to think about it that much. I
1: know, but I just—I
0: think it is important.
1: I think it's important to the conceit of why he's there.
0: Yeah, so, and I don't. I think it's fine the way it was revealed, but I think it should have been revealed sooner.
1: Exactly. I think it should have been way earlier in the movie. Because then yeah. it's just like, because at but that I guess point, it
0: also had- is like he didn't know that about himself.
1: I know, but so it as couldn't an audience, have been
0: earlier in the movie.
1: As an audience, we should have. Like, I don't think that we needed to be but like, how... shown it or like told like have him explain it. I think we could have just had like maybe a scene of him looking longingly at his ex-betrothed with her new husband and children and him being like, huh? And then like maybe his brother like comment on it before he gets sent out. I think that would have helped the story flow because at the point it was revealed. I had just (laughs) accepted that I wasn't supposed to be thinking about it that much. Like, the reasoning why. Like I I was like, yeah, okay, I'll suspend disbelief. It doesn't matter that much. But then they made it matter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, but the problem is... Like, there wouldn't be an ex-picture because he's from medieval times and you don't break up.
1: But that's exactly how they referred to her as.
0: No, he said he just said his betrothed. This man was still engaged during all of this.
1: What the fuck? Oh my god. What?
0: Yeah, he didn't say ex-betrothed. He <gasps> he called Brooks' ex her ex-betrothed, I think.
1: Oh my god. He's a cheater.
0: (laughs) On his medieval arranged wife.
1: But still, like... This woman has been waiting for him to come back from the future, and he just... Decides not to... Oh my god! Oh my god! Can you imagine? Because, like, it's...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe his maybe that's his brother's quest.
1: <laughs> it probably is.
0: It'd be fucking funny.
1: Holy shit. Cause like obvious because
0: Do you think they just told her that he died?
1: I don't know. I think that's the best way to I I'm sure his brother thought he died and he just saw his brother's ghost.
2: Yeah, honest. probably. <laughs>
1: um because it was the the, the fucking medieval times like it's just a thing that they they thought but oh my god i'm just this is i don't know how to conceptualize this breaking my fucking immersion um holy shit
0: because (laughs) that is like the whole point is like he was Betrothed, but it wasn't real love, so he needs to let real love into his heart.
1: Jesus Christ. The cr- what the? That's. I, <laughs> I am speechless. I'm this blowing this plot wide open.
0: <laughs> that's why you don't what? pay attention to the plot.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> Not, um, God! I'm revoking his woke license. Like this is an unwoke day. Who cares if he <laughs> respects women? He didn't respect this woman.
0: She's dead. She'd probably died of the plague <laughs> long ago.
1: She, her heart broke, and she got consumption.
0: Very sexy of her.
1: <laughs> don't don't say that. Don't say that in a medium that we're going to be presenting it to people, <laughs> <laughs> Wow, okay, I was like clearly we are not this is pre established we're not avoiding spoilers in this <laughs> in this podcast. Yeah, we never do. <laughs> we almost barely talked about this plot, but like to be fair, these movies don't really have plots. So.
0: That's what I, like- I don't think I really even have this movie.
1: Um, He just kind of gets sent to the future on an old crone night quest. A classic to old find crone night quest. <laughs> Revealed later to have found love. And then um, it's supposed to happen before Christmas, but they don't realize it until act like almost exactly. 24 hours after christmas like it's almost midnight at this fucking christmas party when they finally kiss and then he gets transported back in time
0: but the christmas party is on christmas eve
1: yeah was the stipulation christmas day or christmas eve
0: christmas eve so he realized it on christmas eve barely
1: okay so i guess that fucking counts cole culsif um
0: sir Sir (laughs) culsif
1: Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not as amiable with Sir Culsif as Brooke is, but um <laughs> so he gets them back in time after they kiss, because f- f- fuck love once you have it, you know, that's the crone <laughs> motto. You just need to find it. You don't need to keep it. Um But then he makes a choice. He like runs into his brother. He's like, I actually don't want to be a knight anymore. I want to. Fuck the school teacher, I guess. I don't know. Um, I would like God. to... And then there
0: was this brief moment...
1: Scantily hold hands in public. Um,
0: <laughs> There's this brief moment where I thought he was going to become a cop.
1: It's but a then, that he will be.
0: No, 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 because then... He said he could open a bakery. Oh, that's right.
1: That's right. yes, yeah, so... It has been pre-established... Not pre-established, he had mentioned it during the scene. Um, A very romantic scene. It fucking ended my life. He had studied... He had apprenticed under a baker. Mm -hmm. And so this is revealed in, like, the scene reminiscent of the infamous pottery scene in Ghost, where they're just baking and kneading bread together.
0: (laughs) Is it... uh it, it, like, ruined physically. the sense of yearning it instilled. Oh, That's yeah. That's, like, not something I ever desired until that moment, but I have no. desired it my entire life. I learned.
1: it. The problem with these movies that I just, I feel like I can't face myself for is, like, they'll open up some, like, deep romantic longing for an activity I've never once dreamed of, and now I must... I must have a husband that knows how to bake bread. Yeah. It's just... I simply must now. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. (laughs) A sugar mommy who has a house with a guest house on her property that we can make that Airbnb coin with. Bitch has an Alexa. Alexa
0: at least I... one she probably has one in the main house too
1: oh yeah definitely she's got like fucking who like bitch has a netflix account because we've been watching the princess switch in movie. i hate <laughs> that's the no, worst the... thing about like the netflix originals is that they'll put in their other er, like christmas original in the movie because
2: it's
0: so funny
1: a trend like, popularized hey, by Princess Switch.
0: In case you didn't know, we had all these other movies.
1: I don't like the implication that they all take place in the same universe, which is the universe that we live in, to have access to the movies that we have access to. <laughs> because that means that there's we
0: are, least- we are We are living in the Netflix Christmas cinematic universe, whether yeah. we like it or not.
1: There's at least three identical Vanessa Hudgenses running around. Yeah. And um, least one medieval knight. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. Maybe somewhere
1: in (laughs) somewhere in a Midwest town.
0: Maybe two. They did set up for a sequel with his brother.
1: They did set up for a sequel with his brother. Um Which I don't know if he'll be coming to the future, but I sure hope, because that'd be so funny. <laughs> it's just like, oh, hey, my brother's coming for a visit. God. Dude, I just realized, they might not be able to be making that Airbnb coin anymore, if they have to now house his horse.
0: No, that's part of it.
1: That's part of the Airbnb, you share the fucking guest house with a horse? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I hate that. I'm so mad. (laughs) These fucking Netflix Christmas original bitches have, like, the nicest houses. And, like, I don't know if we should count the the prince houses in there because, like, yeah, everybody's jealous of the fucking, like, royal mansion or whatever. But (sighs) this is too nice a house for a single teacher. (laughs) She inherited it. Well, she... Like, in- yeah. But she's still paying and, property and tax. Still, like...
0: Yeah. But she can just pay the property tax. I'd assume the mortgage is already paid off.
1: You'd hope. Her mom must have been so making would... some real money if her dad was a cop.
0: Or they paid off the house with that government pension after the dad retired. Wait, the dad didn't retire. He died.
1: Yeah. So.
0: Well, we don't know if he died in duty. He might have been retired already.
1: He might have just been real fucking old.
0: Who knows? It doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she has a nice house.
1: <laughs> These are set in the way that you play Sims and you're like, my family is like paycheck to paycheck, but I will mother to get them a house. That's really nice exactly so ow
0: these are also like sims in that people can fall in love after talking for four seconds
1: my cat just bit me sorry about that
0: <laughs> he's a bastard
1: yeah cat's in the recording now officially
0: chicken lore her cat is a bastard
1: I cannot mention the sims I guess um <laughs> that was probably the most unprofessional I could have gotten. is just screaming directly into my microphone. I'll try to make sure the next time we record he's not in here. um <laughs> <laughs> A peek into my life. me cat bit me. Uh. yes, where were we? Um, I don't know what else to say, really. I do want to at least mention the setup for this um, at that first Christmas like meet Santa thing at the town square where like she took her sister because her um, she took her niece because her sister was busy at the boutique she runs because of mm-hmm. the holiday rush and she takes her niece to meet Santa and her niece is just like listen off some like decent passable child stuff and then she's like. And also, I want a boyfriend to love my Aunt Brooke because her last boyfriend broke her heart. And it's like, Claire, this fucking, like, mall Santa does not get paid enough to get fucking told that, okay?
0: No, not no. at all. But at the same time, that's so realistic for a child.
1: <laughs> so, it's children, so funny. But...
0: just say shit like that. Without even like realizing what the fuck they're saying,
1: yeah, a lot of the scenes, including the children, where like Brooke is clearly like a center discussion piece aren't the greatest,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: with the kids interacting with the kids, it's fine, they look like kids, like when Claire is hanging out with her friend, who is the daughter of that man who the the widower David then, yes, David's daughter. And she doesn't have any gloves. Claire just takes off her gloves and she's like, here, I have another pair somewhere. You you need these, clearly. <laughs> like, I don't want my friend to not be able to play in the snow with me. Yeah. So, like, that's very sweet and that's very, like, genuine for a child. And I like that. Yeah. But then, like, the scenes where, like, we're trying to establish Brooke as a teacher so she has to interact with a student. Not the greatest. <laughs>
0: No, they were cringy, like. <laughs> um, but we in were... a way, it's like I didn't not believe it.
1: Mhm. Like it was messy was, in the way like, that like teachers can be. Yeah, it was realistically teacher messy. Like I've had. Here's some fun lore about my high school. Um, during, I believe the tail end of my senior year, two of our teachers got a messy divorce. And um
0: <laughs> Love that.
1: The wife um just went off and was like shouting at the husband of the or shouting about the husband of the halls. And like so a lot of us knew that um our gym teacher would just disappear for times of the day to jerk it in the school bathrooms.
0: Oh my god.
1: Which is not something you should tell people, let alone children. And like I get high schoolers are like upper upper teens still not cool but
2: still yikes
1: (laughs) and that's like around the age demographic that she's supposedly teaching like it's a little bit up in the air but she's just coaching this kid who is clearly at least 15 on relationship drama yeah so like the first scene is her in the classroom and she's like hey you shouldn't be throwing your tests for a boy.
2: No.
0: Yeah. And then by the end, she's like, true love does exist, but you should still focus on your schoolwork. But she's like, but I'm going to go get
1: the whole monologue. She's like in tears and she's like, the teacher, the kid just comes up. She's like, hey, you know what? Thanks for giving me that like talk. I should be like more focused on my
2: grades.
1: And then Brooke just goes she's like you know what i was wrong and, does it, and it's out there and i had a chance and i missed it and it's like this kid man right
0: and what but i still like like i said i still like believe that
1: yeah exactly like my little anecdote
2: and then
0: that girl and, yeah. then that girl went and texted all her friends like miss i don't even know her last name no. I don't know if she even has one, but the, the, she's like, she's having a fucking breakdown at the Christmas Village.
1: Yeah, I just <laughs> got a front row seat to Ms. Brooke going off the rails. <laughs> like.
0: Very wow. funny.
1: Oh my god. It's just, yeah, I was like, that's, it's believable, but I'm like, we should not, that should not have happened. I don't want to be seeing it.
0: No, exactly.
1: I don't want to be seeing it. And they showed it to me anyway. And um, I guess that's just the theme of these <laughs> these um, <laughs> Netflix originals. I'm going to be getting at least one scene. And for this one, it was that. And um, for Falling in Love, it was that car scene. So. We'll see what the others have in store <laughs> for us. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. <laughs>
0: Oh my god!
1: It's just these movies are a mess, but this was by far the most enjoyable. Like I don't really have much negative things to say about it. I wholly no. enjoyed the watch through. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, it was very enjoyable.
1: Sucked how much like indulgent it, indulgence it placed on forcing you to yearn but that's oh, well. just it's <laughs> just a fucking danger within the genre so if they do the romance right you're gonna be feeling some fucking sadness so <laughs> that's what happened I guess it, d- it did not um... help that Cole was that charming
2: <laughs>
0: yeah I don't really have anything else to say about this one
1: yeah no I didn't like I said I didn't take many notes um, I did I lost like, mine yeah <laughs> this but they weren't like a... very
0: in depth serious notes anyways
1: there's not for these kinds of movies there's not much you can really the note <laughs>
2: You're yeah it's gonna
1: be talking about like your feelings for most of it um, yeah. One of the the first notes I wrote, and I do want to at least mention this, is I think the movie would have played out better if, because even within the context of it being like a crone boon, it was still within the um, intent of learning something. So I think him traveling to the future would have worked better if it was an unknown curse.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Instead of like, a fun little magic lesson. That your friend the crone gives you, but it's it would have turned out the same anyway. I think he would have just yeah. had like less information going in if it was a curse, because curses aren't obligated to tell you it's happening.
0: So, no, but that's it is what it is.
1: I'm excited for the sequel, and also, um, I want to mention this before we wholly end on it. The information of like the last couple minutes after he gets back on the horse and like with his brother and everything, that's post credit. So you have to stick around for a little bit during the credits to get extra scenes going farther into mm-hmm. the story. That's where we're getting our information for the sequel setup. So yeah. um, if anybody has watched this previously or is going to be watching it because of this, which like good on you. I didn't think we had that much sway. Um, but <laughs> you're going to want to check the extra scenes after the first couple minutes of credits. Because...
0: Yeah, it's like in the middle of the credits.
1: Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm excited. I'm actually genuinely excited for the um guest at sequel and i'm if there is going to be a night before christmas too i am curious as to whether or not it's going to be a different reasoning as to why he's getting sent to the future because cole's amulet was blue Mm -hmm. and his brothers is red so i want to know what's up with that and clearly it's yeah. going to be benefiting him either way because it's also given to him by the crone. So
0: Yeah, I'm I'm very intrigued.
1: I want a spin-off movie about the crone, also. If we're making like a grocery it's list just, for Netflix. It's, it's
0: like it's like queer eye, but it's just the crone fixing yeah. medieval knights' lives by sending <laughs> them to the future.
1: It's just the one man team, one crone team. <laughs>
0: that's all you need
1: that's all you need is just the crown and then once you learn your lesson you get your horse back <laughs> I do genuinely love like a lot of the earlier scenes too where his main goal was like I've lost my horse I <laughs> <need> <laughs> my horse I need my horse oh, where's my horse
2: what is that voice
0: He <laughs> <You> sounds like <laughs> a southern bell <laughs>
2: Do I? Yes.
1: (laughs) Medieval roleplay, actually. That's me genuinely as my own person losing my (laughs) horse. Roaming the streets of some unnamed Wisconsin town. (laughs) Let me find something metal so I can simulate my knight clanging as well. My horse. My horse.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> on that note. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at dumbbenchbinge.
1: Uh, we're on Tumblr. Uh, URL is dumbbenchbinging with uh, dashes in between each word as Tumblr demands of its URLs um patreon
0: <laughs> we had yeah i just lost my train of thought pay we have a patreon it's dumb binge binging there's only one tier at the moment it is two dollars a month you will get every episode a day early um and then join us next week for the princess switch
1: just just as,
0: that as, one <laughs> as we as we, yeah, as we wrap up the Vanessa Hudgens Christmas cinematic universe,
1: because unfortunately, Netflix decided to blue ball us on Princess Switch Two, which um was announced before we had planned this and was only later revealed to be airing in 2020, which is clearly after December twenty nineteen so
0: so so just one
1: apologies <laughs> on that one. Uh, we won't be watching it until at least December 2020. So.
0: Unless it's like January 2020 and it's a New Year's movie. Oh, yeah. Who knows?
1: Who knows? It won't Doesn't be happening matter. Doesn't
0: matter. We're not watching it right now.
1: <laughs> We've got plans that don't include Princess Witch 2. So sorry, Netflix.
0: <laughs> um.
1: And then. The rest, I'm just very excited for the Christmas
2: Princes, (laughs) to be honest. Yeah,
0: so then we're going to watch Christmas Inheritance, which is probably what I'm least excited for. But it does have decent reviews.
1: Yes. So, So, we'll
0: see. We'll see. And then A Christmas Prince 1 through 3.
1: All of them. Every single fucking one. Yes. So... This is kind of what we alluded to in our last episode, by the way. We're watching many movies <laughs> for this, um, this month on top of holiday obligations. So not much is getting out. We'll probably be getting the last of the 84 out in January, which isn't ideal, but it's what's going to have to happen. So, um... So wanna thank everybody for listening.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. This has been Dumbin Dumbin binge bingeing. <laughs>